This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello from the other side. Hello and welcome to a, well, I was going to say another edition of Hello from the Other Side, but it's a new edition. That's it. It's a new season. It's a new league. It's a new manager. For not just us, Saints as well. Um, I'm joined by Steve from the uh, Total Saints podcast. Uh, he's going to come and talk about all things Southampton, what his thoughts on Sheffield Wednesday, and um, give. Well, he's going to try and do his best and give us a prediction for the league as well. So, just before I start, Steve, um, anyone listening, can you just give us a like, subscribe on YouTube, on Twitter, every anywhere you listen to the podcast, please. Much appreciated and. Uh, We'll get straight into it. So, Steve, welcome to Wednesday week. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, just kind of building up, building up now to this to this um, opening opening weekend. It's it's odd that we've been kind of um, hand picked. It seems for this game, the newly promoted team against newly relegated team, kind of perfect for the t- for the TV cameras. Sky will no doubt go to town and. Uh, undoubtedly, it'll be Andy Hinchcliffe on CoComs um, with a really unbiased um, <laughs> uh, attitude in the in on CoComs. It'll be um, it'll be infuriating for us watching, but um, yeah, I'm lo- looking forward to it in a in a bizarre sense. Yeah, I mean, like you said, that the, the team that you would you would think that uh, the team that's come up just from League One. Fantastic. I mean, any Wednesday night, we'll just keep going on about the 120 plus three, the playoffs. We could talk about it all day. And then obviously a team that's just been relegated from the Premier League. Um, I, I'm sure they just put the balls in a bag when they or the supercomputer when they come up with fixtures and went, oh, look what's just come up. I, I'm sure it was a, an accident, not. Yeah, what a, what a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, it would be in any circumstances, it, it's a great matchup. Um, we've we're obviously we 
I was going to say, we're on the up. We're buoyed with um, optimism and we've been... But uh, what can I say? Our chairman has probably just kicked us straight in the teeth in the last six, seven weeks of um, how he's acted in, the, in behind the scenes. Um, it's It's been interesting. So it's going to be, like I said, Premier League team, which you are, Steve, at the minute. <laughs> um if reports are believed, you've got a, a few assets that may believe him. But Friday night, it looks like we'll be seeing a virtually full-strength Premier League team plus some additions that you've made as well, no doubt. Well, I mean, it's, it was a Premier League team that only picked up 25 points, so I wouldn't be quite quite so concerned. We, we were um, a league one team but, that picked up 96 and still yeah. needed the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's it... It's a funny one, isn't it? I mean, I, I still, I still kind of maintained all the way through last season, and and even now that the squad we had last season was was good enough to stay up if they if they had the right manager. Um, unfortunately, we appointed the the sort of walking argument that is Nathan Jones, um, and basically gave us gave ourselves basically no chance. Um, so yeah, I mean, in terms of in terms of the squad makeup, we've we've not really we've not um, sold anybody we particularly wanted to keep um, as yet at the time of recording. Um, I would imagine that will change between now and the end and the end of August when the transfer window um, closes. But I mean, it's been it's been pretty irritating just watching a scrolling nonsense on Twitter where every single journalist is being briefed by both by a combination of Liverpool, Newcastle and West Ham about how they're really close to signing um, signing these Southampton players. And then suddenly it goes quiet and it turns out that actually they were nowhere near because they they came in and offered um, offered a few magic beans uh, yeah, rather, than, rather than the actual money that we were asking for. Peanuts, um, com- peanuts yeah. compared to what, what it should be. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I hope, and obviously we're recording this on Tuesday evening, uh, by Friday morning, nine o'clock, there's a couple of announcements saying that obviously um, Southampton sold two of their main assets. Is, is it uh, La- Romeo Lavia and yep. obviously James Ward-Prowse? Um, West Ham and Liverpool, is it? Um, seems seems to be. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Chelsea are possibly sticking their oar in with with Lavia as well, um, which I think you'd probably probably expect. Um, <laughs> Chelsea just just deciding to stick themselves in on on any deal they can be bothered with um, over the last year or so. Their transfer policy has been um, pretty hilarious to to see it unfold. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lavia and Warprouse are the two kind of most prized assets. Tino Livramento as well. At fullback Newcastle have been uh, briefing their client journalists um, yeah. very, very heavily as to um, what's been going on in the negotiations from from their side of the argument. Um, I mean, obviously, it turns out that what they've been saying has been miles from the truth. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's an acceptance there that the team that, as I say, the team that lines up on Friday night is probably going to be. Um, somewhat different um in three to four weeks time um because quite frankly i mean it's it's not even a case that we that there are um that we that we know that we're going to kind of get picked off because we've by all accounts we're reasonably strong financially and we're we're able to hold hold out for um for big money for these players um but also that i think realistically actually we we want to reduce the squad number 
um, sort of down to something a little bit more manageable. I think we had something like 34 senior pros last season, which is just mental. Um, And you want to be able to reduce that down. And then that will then allow Russell Martin to bring in a few more players that he wants, that he feels will will suit the system. Because I think what we've seen over pre-season is that there's quite a few players who are probably in our strongest 11 or on the fringes of it, but that are really not comfortable with the system that, that Russell Martin wants us to play. And so if they end up on the pitch, then, I mean, all hell could break loose. Um, and that's, that's one, that's one of the sort of wait and see aspects, I think of, of how, how this summer has unfolded and how the early sort of exchanges of the season will go for us. On, on the, uh, on the pre-season side, um, obviously I, I was going to compare Southampton and Sheffield Wednesday, then, but only on the managerial side, obviously we've, we've lost Darren Moore. We've got a new manager come in. You've, <laughs> You've got Russell Martin, who's coming as well, who's who's going to adapt to those play- those players need to adapt, like like you've just said, Steve, to his style of play. And I believe you've only won one out of your preseason games. Um, we're the same; we've only won one. It's you can't take anything from preseason. I know people scream at their results and this. It's all about minutes in the legs. It's it's getting styles of play. It doesn't matter. But it does. Does he have a style of play that? Southampton are going to adopt, adapt, adopt to, sorry, and the players that he has got as his disposal at the minute, have they took to that, what you can see? Um, I mean, it's, from, from what I've seen of the games, the games that I've been at and the other ones that have been streamed and things like that, um, yeah, he's got a very distinct style. He wants to play out from the back. Um, and I think, I mean, we, Certainly, if if you've seen any of his pre, any of his other sides at Milton Keynes and at Swansea, yeah. um, they've kind of had varying degrees of success with it. Um, but ultimately, ultimately, the reality is that he's coming in with a much better squad of players than than he's had to manage before. So, from a technical perspective, those players should be more capable than um, the previous squads he's had. Um, in terms of adapting, it looks like most of them seem kind seem seem on board. Um, the performances in preseason have actually been fine. The, re- the results, as you say, are kind of largely irrelevant. You never you're never playing against teams of an equal standing. Um, so we've played um, just off the top of my head. We played Benfica, um, RZ Alkmaar, and uh, Bournemouth. I mean, Bournemouth, the, the selection of Bournemouth as a home friendly was one of the most tone deaf things I've ever, I've ever seen Southampton football club do. Uh, Cause it basically just gave Bournemouth, uh, the 3000 Bournemouth fans who turned up um, an evening of 90 minutes of basically just taking the piss out of us. Um, <laughs> because they've never been above us in, in a league table before. Right. Um, this is the first season ever that Bournemouth have been in the higher division. Um, like we've always kind of kept, They've always been that sort of that little, that annoying little brother down the road that you kind of ruffle his hair a little bit every so often. And and we'd go down there and play um, sort of fundraising friendlies to to keep him out of administration and, and, and things like that. And, and we were always we were always happy to do it. And now all of a sudden the, the boots very much on the other foot and it's um, not gone down particularly well. Yeah. Um, but in terms we, of in terms we, of the results. Up, Sorry, Sorry, Steve. We've 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 had that with Sheffield United, and mm. we're, we're the same. It's 
it's grinding that they are where they are now. Premier League obviously took took one of your positions there in the mm. Premier League, um, and it's always been so. They're the, the not the little brother because they're equal sizes really, but we've always been the thought of the bigger team. Uh, it's, mm. But fair play to them. I'm, I'm not one of those that bashes them that much, so fair play to them. But sorry, go go on. I'd, I'd I'd probably kind of assimilate it more to if Barnsley were ahead of you for um for that sort of period of time mm-hmm. um because that's kind of the relationship and i don't think you and barnsley are particularly it's not the same ferocity i mean it's, i mean it's probably yeah, a little bit it's probably more ferocious from their side uh um, yeah definitely yeah yeah and and that's that's kind of what we get from bournemouth 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 fans hate us and we kind of look at them as like oh it's you um now <laughs> now now can someone talk about a proper proper rivalry with portsmouth please yeah um but yeah, it's preseason has been kind of fine, as you say. Results results have been poor, but but largely irrelevant. Um, we've we've played we've played fine. You can see what the manager is trying to do, and you can see that the progression game by game um, has kind of got the players on board, and the players seem to be quite well drilled in certain situations on on how to handle them. Um, I mean, I think once we get our first home game uh, next week against Norwich, I think half of St Mary's will probably have a heart attack at our uh, our desire to pass uh, pass the ball in pretty triangles in our in our own six yard box. Um, but that's the way that that Martin wants to play, and yeah, I mean, it's I, th- I think that I think most of the players are, are reasonably comfortable. Um, it's a, it's I think the the test is how it works in a competitive environment. Um, because obviously, while players are obviously trying in preseason, there's still that sort of sense of well, it's a, it's only a it's only a training game. We're going through the motions a little bit. Um, so how it how it works in the sort of blood and thunder of the championship um, when we got thirty five thousand um, Yorkshiremen um, shouting at us? Um, let's let's see how that goes Friday night. I it's I I'm expecting us to concede some really bad goals from sort of real sort of dopey, stupid things like that. Um, but then we were doing that last season when we weren't even trying to keep possession. So it's a, it's a, a form of progression, I guess. Um, and I think I think the club has, has taken the reasonable, reasonable approach that actually when you're in the championship and you're coming down and you're you're therefore quite a big fish in that pond, um, you're going to you're going to see a lot of the ball. So you're going to be expected to know what to do with it in possession. And quite frankly, we've not known how what to do in possession for the last two or three years, really, um, as a Premier League side who's kind of wanted to sit deep and counter on teams. Um, so actually knowing what to do when we're in possession and looking to try and make make the running a little bit more. Um, I think I think that's the that's the big test, uh, whether the same group of players are able to, to kind of just switch um, over the course of a summer. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting for yourselves and us as well. We've we've got a new manager, like I said before, new style of play, new new ethos. He want, he's saying he wants to play out from the back. Preseason's not been the best. Um, played Luton on Saturday, two one loss. Some real good signs, some real good play. Um, some of the players really do look, but. Like you say, it was pre-season. Some of them didn't look that interested, but it's a pre-season game. Some of them really like wanted to play for the shirt. Like they knew that 
we got made a couple of signings. We needed signings, really did. We've we've yeah. getting through the door now, so it's it's going to take a few weeks, like any new signing. So even for us as well, I think the team on on Sat on sorry Saturday Friday night for us will by the end of August will be a different as well. Mm. On the plus side, we we won't be losing anyone that we really can. Um, we haven't really got any saleable assets. Uh, Bannon, Windass, maybe, but. I don't think I can't see any of them leaving. I think I think and, Bannon Bannon's of an age now where he's settled and and seems is. to be quite seems to be quite happy where he is. I mean, he he basically runs your midfield, doesn't he? And and he wouldn't necessarily get that role um, elsewhere. He, no, you're right. I think I think he's he's, he's 32, 33 now. He's captain of the club. Um, yes, a new manager's coming who who might may want to play a bit different. I think he has said in the media that the way he wants to approach play is not going to be heavily reliant on Bannon in the midfield, which is great. Um, we're going to play a bit take different. Take pressure like, off, don't you? Takes pressure off him. It takes pressure. Yeah, of course. But then other players, for the last three, four seasons, we have had Bannon very much central. Um, it, and other players now need to step up, um, which it all depends on, on how Munez um, plays, sets up. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. You said you said earlier about the travelling fans for for Southampton. I've seen you. You sold two and a half thousand nearly, and I believe today you got some extra. Um, uh, I think I think we got the extras at the back end back end of last week. Um, right. So I think I think those have all gone as well. So you've I think because I think from what I understand, basically that stand now is a fixed capacity because um, it's yeah, it pretty much pretty much on its last legs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I think I think we're now split over upper and lower tiers. Yeah, I think um, I've, I think the top tier is maximum is two thousand seven hundred, I believe now, and I think it's a thousand on the bottom, if mm. that. So uh, just for argument's sake, three and a half thousand. If if you're going to sell all them mm. and you've made the trip up on a Friday night, then actually fair play, um, really. But it's always good to see the away fans. I know because they've got the whole stand. It's not like thing so it's good to see the away fans from my benefit my, my perspective um it's always better to into when you've got fans there yeah i mean it, it just it it makes the atmosphere um there's so so many grounds i mean obviously we've we've had this for years in the premier league where as as away fans you turn up at a, at a big premier league ground and you're the only ones making any noise um but i think that kind of only really only really happens in the championship when there's not many away fans because it doesn't it then gives it doesn't give the home fans something to bounce off if you like um whereas generally i think when when sort of normal normal away attendances um turn up at championship grounds there's there's a decent atmosphere um that's that's kind of one thing that i've always kind of preferred over the premier league i mean i i Personally, I don't. I don't buy the nonsense that the um, the championship is the league to be in because at the end of the day, why would you want to get promoted otherwise? Um, oh yeah, yeah, you'd be happy you, with tenth every season, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's just. Um, yeah. I mean, Ipswich, Ipswich did fifteen years consecutive in the championship, and and they were all, their fans were all complaining about how boring it was. It's like, well, Mick McCarthy came in and um, obviously did a great job in taking them down um, to give them some <laughs> give them something a bit different. But it's yeah, I mean you you can get you can get a little bit stale by it, but um I think as long as as long as fans are travelling and our our away volume has gone up massively over the last probably three or four years, which is 
surprising given that the quality of football has gone in the opposite direction. Um, and, so, and, and the distance that you have to mm. travel for majority of your away team games. It's not like yeah. us, we're, we're, we're not Midlands, but we're central-ish to a lot of football clubs that are in the yeah. north. Um, but for you, obviously, on the south coast, you, you haven't got that many. Uh, you've got a journey into London or something. So for, for you say, saying that your, your way of falling has gone up, well, it's fantastic. What on 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 the thing? Obviously, we saw in the it was reported that obviously what what Sheffield Wednesday were uh, charging you for the away ticket Friday night has been subsidised. Is that was yes. that correct? Has it been subsidised by your sponsor? Is that right? Yeah. So our one of our um, yeah. So our main kit sponsor, who's some horrible sort of overseas Asian betting crypto nonsense. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's one of those shady ones um, that I'm sort of massively against. Um, and the and a ban on a ban on those can't come too soon, um, but yeah, I mean they've they've basically dipped into their pockets and subsidised everybody. Um, so I think you were charging thirty six quid, um, and we've paid thirty. Um, so that's basically down to the same because obviously in the Premier League you've got the away cap. So it, yeah. you, you. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. You don't pay more than 30 quid at any any away game, um, which is one of the few good initiatives that the Premier League does for fans. Um, oh, it's the bare minimum they can do, given how they <laughs> shaft everybody else. But yeah, um, but yeah the... Um, obviously not having a cap means that we're open to this sort of thing. And I guess you've seen the situation at Leeds as well, where they were, their away yeah. tickets are going to be either 45 or 47. Sounds like they've rode back a little bit in terms that um, clubs that can do a reciprocal deal with them, they'll price a little bit more sensibly. Um, but I assume Wednesday won't be one of them. <laughs> probably um, probably given, not. I, I, I mean... although, although actually the, the prices probably will be reciprocal because they'll be, They'll be charging you forty-seven. You'll be charging them about the same. Yeah, of course. Yeah, will it will be? Um, I've got I've got my own thoughts on that. What Leeds have done, and I think it's uh, pretty shitty to be honest. But mm. they 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 put their away, away ticket prices out for all the world to see. Got absolute pelters from everybody, and then put it on the onus of the club, and by writing to them all, all the supporters, clubs, and everything to say, look, we're going to do this now. If you don't, then it's your costing your fans the forty-seven pound. Mm. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I've, I've, that, that's enough on Leeds on this uh, podcast, mate. <laughs> I said for for a few weeks anyway till we play them. Um, so Sheffield Wednesday, Steve. Um, like we said, we've just promoted. You've come down. Um, 
what what do you make of Sheffield Wednesday? What's your what's your your thoughts on him? How do you how do you think Southampton are going to approach the game? Um, who do you like of Sheffield Wednesday players? Who do you think you may fear? There may not be anybody if you're a Premier League team coming down, but just a bit of an overview on your thoughts on on the club, if you don't mind. Um, I mean, I must admit, sort of since you've since you drifted down into League One, you've kind of gone a little bit kind of out of out of vision for. All right, all right. That's a bit harsh. Come on. Unfortunately, it's the way it goes. I must admit, I'd, I must, I'd kind of tuned out from a lot of the championship, even um, sort of for a number of years, just because I'd, I'd got through this stage of being a bit bored of, of watching wall-to-wall football. Um, <laughs> but I've, I've kind, of, kind of got a little bit back, a little bit of the enthusiasm back now. Um, but I think the only I think the only two games I saw of yours last season were the two playoff two playoff games um, against Peterborough, and obviously they were complete chalk and cheese, <laughs> utter utter lunacy. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I mean the play, playoff playoff semi-finals are always a little bit mad, and so I don't think you can necessarily base anything really on on those games and and the outcome of those um, performances can be hit and miss. Um, it's kind of who's got the who's got the bottle for the for the big occasion, I think. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, you've got what ninety six points and finished third. Um, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you deserve you deserve to take that third spot um, when when you accumulate that many points over over a forty six game season. Um, yeah, it's it, and obviously having lost the first leg four 0 you you guys must have been out sort of completely crestfallen. It's like, are we ever going to get out of this division? Mm-hmm. Um and Definitely. then yeah, to turn to turn it around the way you did was was obviously very impressive. Um but also just a complete sort of dropping of the guts from um uh, from Peterborough. Um completely completely shit the bed there, didn't they? It was it, it was just just a mess from from their perspective. It um it was the uh, it was the it was the old going to the second leg at home. It was the get an early goal. If we get an early goal, we're in it, and that's it. Yeah. And obviously, best thing that Peterborough could have done was give us a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> and so, which on the I think it was tenth minute, I think it was, um, mm. and that was it. It was just all yeah. all Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. They, right. They Crowd, crowds up. Everyone believes yeah. there's there's now a that's chance. Right. And um, yeah, it was it was it was a mad night that one. Um, but I think in, ter- in terms of your overall se- overall season and sort of how you're going to go, how you're going to approach this this term, um, I mean, from it, just sort of casting my eye, it does seem as if you've got a little bit of an old team. Um, and I think as an outsider, my concern would be that that lack that sort of while you're obviously you've obviously got a lot of experienced players. Um, the fitness side of things may cause a problem late. Um, sort of once you get into yeah. the into the um, horrible depths of winter, and everyone's picking up um, picking up hamstring injuries. Um, and but I but I would imagine in an ideal world, I mean, without all the nonsense that you've had going on over the summer, ordinarily a promoted team, regardless of what the makeup of that team is you've got momentum and you, you have a sprint start at the beginning of the season. Um, but actually because of, because of all the, all the stuff that's gone on, as you say, in the last what six or seven weeks, yeah. um, predominantly thanks to the chairman. Um, I, it kind of feels as if 
the momentum actually is kind of more with us in that we've got a manager in that we absolutely wanted to get. Um, we've kind of still got a Premier League squad, as you say, sort of. Um, I mean, mm. in name only. Um, but yeah, your your guys are now. I don't know. Is is it is it the is it that early in the season that if we if we went a goal up early doors that the atmosphere would turn very quickly at Hillsborough? I don't I don't know kind of how fickle the fan base has got over over the years oh, of being down. I, we, I can imagine it we can are be fickle. We are fickle. We are. Um, yeah, I, I I I I not like to obviously I don't speak for all the fans. I speak for myself and things and. I'm a season ticket holder. I'll go home and away. Um, I I would say so. Yeah. Even though it's a it's is a new manager, it's a new coaching setup. We've had all the off field bollocks we've had mm. in the last six seven weeks. Like I said, just chatting before we came came recording. Um, the feel good factor, everything that we positive we had um, at the end of last season has been kicked out of a lot of the fan base. A lot of fan base aren't happy. We've we had one signing, and we've made like three three signings now in the last week, I believe it is. Um, so we're getting there. It's just it is. I think this game comes Friday, and I am I am glad it's against yourselves um, for the first game. Obviously, coming down Premier League team, we're not we're not in any sort of groove. We're not um, like you said. We haven't got that feel good positive let's hit the ground running um so i I am quite happy that we are playing a obviously a a team that's been relegated rather than a mid-table team that's been in this league a while like a preston or someone who kind of knows what the grind's all about yeah yeah so yeah so because obviously you're not into a groove like you say you've been we're we're a team that's used yeah we're we're a group of players that's used to losing games every week yeah Uh, and um, yes, we we didn't go towards the end of the season. We didn't. We had twenty six game unbeaten run, but towards the end, of, apart from the playoff games, uh, we weren't in fantastic form. Um, mm. But a couple of games, uh, the, the magnitude we played in, would have been great going into this first game. If if we'd have kept the coaching setup, the manager made some really good signings, um, which we think we have anyway, and gone into this first game, it, it, I, I probably feel more confident. But I'm okay with playing Southampton if that mean if that mm. makes sense. Um, well, I, I guess getting getting the the teams that kind of I think everybody probably assumes we're going to be at the top end of the table. I think as a promoted side, you you possibly want to get get one or two of those out of the way early um, because if you're gonna um, if you're gonna lose, then okay, lose lose to the good teams um, if that's what we turn out to be. We I mean, we we might turn out to be an absolute shambles. Um, yeah. In which case, losing to us will be will be a bit of a mess. I mean, we did the che- we did the double over Chelsea last season, and and still only got twenty five points. Um, that's how that's how ridiculous things things can get in those in those scenarios. But yeah, I I think I'll t- I mean I I mean if I if I was in charge of Wednesday, I'd be saying, well, look, these these guys, okay, they've they've got a new manager, things are a little bit different, but they the mentality in in that in that team is a losing one. And if you, if you get on them from, get on the front foot from the start, put them under pressure, see how, see how they can um, cope with the, with the atmosphere. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm sure the Hillsborough crowd, if you are, if you are on the front foot and you're on top of it, 
on top in a game, especially first game of the season, doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter whether you've come down or or gone up yeah. or been stuck in mid table. First game of the season, if, most people are kind of vaguely up for it. Yeah. And if you can if you can harness that crowd, then all of a sudden it becomes a very uncomfortable night for us. Um, whereas if you kind of approach it meekly and sort of a bit sort of timid. Um, then all of a sudden we gain we gain in confidence. We can knock it around a little bit as we like. Um, if we can get a goal, then all of a sudden crowd's quiet and everything oh, yeah. becomes a lot more comfortable. Um, yeah. But it's, I mean, those first those first ten twenty minutes um, are going to be are going to be a very good good indicator as to how that game goes. I think. Yeah, I, I, I to- totally agree with that. What what you've said there, Steve. I mean, we. W- the crowd is a is a is a massive thing at, at Hillsborough. Um, it we've shown before that when it's when it's behind the players with the players, the old the <laughs> the age old twelfth man uh, mm-hmm. comes out. Um, but then, I would hope that the the fans know that we are playing Southampton. They are roughly the same sort of team that's come down. Yes, different style of play, different manager, but they are regardless how many points you got. A Premier League team, so coming. To, so I, I hope that, and we we've moved up. I would hope that fans do do take a bit of time, and if if it does doesn't go, sorry, our way, then they they aren't on the on the team's back because there's there's nothing worse. They've got to be got to be right about it. They've got to know expectations are uh, a killer at Hillsborough. We 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 seem to be a big club, um, but we haven't been in. 30 years so it's yeah what was it uh, was it 2000 you went down 2000 yeah so 20, 20 yeah 20 23 i think we're now i think we're the longest out of the premier league is it because obviously forest were and uh, they've been in the premier league so so one of the clubs um it's yeah, it is what it is we, we've, mm. we've got promoted to league from league one next stop premier league for us obviously um I'm going to. Uh, I mean, we've waffled on now for half an hour, Steve. It's it's great to have you. So let's um, let's get a, a match prediction for you for for Friday night from you. Sorry. I mean, I'm going to go with go with the score that's very unusual for us um, for two reasons. One, um, we'll actually score a goal, um, and two, we'll a- we'll actually keep a clean sheet. I think I think we'll we'll scrape a one nil. Um, I kind of think it'll be a. It might even be a first half goal that we we kind of we get get in front get our noses in front and then kind of play it professionally and and just just see it out hopefully with the minimal of fuss but i suspect with some occasional bits of kamikaze in there as well um yeah i I think i think we'll be we need a bit of a warm-up in terms of scoring goals uh that's been our problem basically since we sold danny ings really um and we've not not really replaced um those goals but being down the championship all of a sudden adam armstrong and shay adams are proven goal scorers at this level so hopefully if we can create the chances for them then as the season progresses we get a little bit more um a little bit more clinical in front of goal but that's i think in yeah that that side of things is probably my biggest concern yeah i'm i'd i'd Take a if we have to, we'd take a one nil um, loss. But I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go myself. I'm going for a draw. I'm gonna think it's gonna be a pretty, pretty tough. Um, I, I'm gonna go for a one all. I think I think we've 
it all depends on how we set up and how we adapt to obviously your style. Um, we've we played Luton at the weekend, like they're a Premier League team now. But obviously, they were Championship. Um, obviously the other way around, playing Southampton. Uh, I'm going to go for a one-all. Um, I just think you're going to have too much for us. Um, it, it, all over the pitch, to be honest, uh, I can't see anything that where we we are. We've signed a couple, like I say, a couple of players with pace. We always lack in pace. You said earlier about the age of our squad. It was an old squad. We have added a few youngsters now um, and released a couple of guys as well. So it's it, it's going to be interesting. Um, uh, over the last few weeks, everyone's been doing the predictions. All podcasts, all uh, media outlets doing the predictions for every league, um, and. More often than not, I would say 90% of them have got Sheffield Wednesday to be relegated. Yeah, I know. I know it's it. I think it's purely how what what you've pointed out the, the turmoil, turmoil off the pitch and the lack of signings, which we are addressing now. Yeah. Um, new manager. Um, so I'll just ask, ask you, Steve, um, on overall gut feeling, do you think Sheffield Wednesday will escape relegation or so? So, sorry. Shall we survive in the championship? Um, I mean, you've got as good a chance as any. I think the there there are always one or two basket club basket case clubs as well. And basically, as long as you can avoid being those, then there's yeah. probably only one or two places that you've got then left to take. Um, Cardiff, I think, are in all kinds of bother. Yeah. Um, so they're they're going to be there or thereabouts. Uh, Rotherham are always perennially down there. Um, so it's a case of basically not being that third club. You've you've got yeah. you've got a chance. I think you've probably got to get um, possibly some possibly someone who might get you eight to ten goals. Um, get another centre forward in who can who can deliver you that on a on a reasonably reliable basis. Um, and that's probably half the battle, I would say. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we are looking at another, to bring in another striker, I believe. Um, they've got a couple of names for wingers as well. So there is movements for us to add to the squad. Um, like we we brought in um, Fletcher from uh, from Wolves, I think it was. Oh, uh, Ashley um, Fletcher. Ashley uh, Fletcher, what, what, yeah. Watford. Watford, yeah, he's from Watford. Watford. Sorry. Sorry, my uh, messing up my W's. Watford, yeah. So we brought him in. He came on Luton. Uh, looked a bit of a handful, obviously short of match fitness. So mm. hopefully he's he's not got the best goal scoring record if you look at his history. But he's got a bit of pace. He's got a bit of pace. He's a he's a big guy as well. So mm. that's what we 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 need a bit of pace. So hopefully that'll go for us. Um, Steve, um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure, and obviously I hope season goes well. Obviously not as good as our season, and uh, I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to Friday, mate. Got to say it. Looking forward to it. Start of the season, new season, new hope. So, yeah. Let's go. New, new, lot, hope, new hope, new hope that we dashed in half an hour. Both, <laughs> no, both of us, no, no doubt. No, don't say that. No. It's gonna, <laughs> it's, it, 90 minutes, maybe, but not half an hour. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks for joining, everyone. Um, like I said, um, if you like it, like, subscribe, all of the socials you can see at the bottom. So, cheers. Thanks a lot. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's the 90th minute. 
You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.